0: Hello, and welcome back to Do Not Tell My Mom. It's me, Sophia. And, you know, even though I love embarrassing myself on the internet and, you know, telling all my crazy, crazy, crazy stories and embarrassing and, you know, you know, canceling myself, (laughs) I feel like in... uh, all seriousness. Um, We need to talk. Um, And today, I will be talking about 5th of December, 2020, the day heaven gained the most beautiful angel, my dad. So on um, 4th of December, it was literally just another ordinary Friday in my life. Um, I went to work. I actually used to work at a daycare that was pretty close to my parents' house uh, in the city. And so, you know, I just went to work and I did my shift like I did every day. And after my shift, I um, I called my dad because we had had like a fight, like my dad, me and my mom, because of a trip that I was doing to Dubai in the beginning of January 2021 with my best friend and when I talked to my dad I kind of tried to you know explain myself and he was listening to me while my mom was also like on the phone but in the background you know shouting at me because obviously it was corona time so my parents did not approve of me like traveling you know even though I am like a 22 year old I know it was very selfish Thing to do to choose to go and travel at that time but because I was so stubborn I of course you know wanted to go um but after like a 20 minute call my dad asks me to come over to their house to see them before their guests arrive at like 7 p.m but again I'm stubborn and I'm like no dad I can't like I'm gonna go to see my friends we have plans you know like what a basic 22-year-old does, like, goes and sees her friends, drinks wine, you know. And he then said, okay, darling, like, have fun, but just remember, I'm not angry at you. I'm just a bit, like, disappointed, but I will always love you, and you know that. And the thing is that me and my dad, we didn't really say that to each other that much, like, I love you. So, but for some reason we were like saying it that day. And of course I told him I loved him back. And then I like hung up. And after the phone call, I picked up my friends uh, so that we could all go back to my apartment to chill out. And when we got home, we all like wanted to watch a movie. So obviously we turned Netflix on and the first like movie that just pops up um, is this like 12 minute long, like short film. That it, um, and it was called, uh, Whatever Happens, I Will Always Love You. And I had actually seen people watch this short film on TikTok and reacting to the movie. So, you know, that's exactly what we did. So we put the film on and we started doing this TikTok about, like, this short film. And the short film is, like, about a little girl um, who dies in a school shooting and the film, like, shows how the parents are trying to live with the pain. And it was obviously a heartbreaking film. And we were all crying. Like, I had alligators tears, like, sorry, like, coming down my face. Um, so, yeah, it was it was really heartbreaking. Um, thank God it was only 12 minutes. But, yeah, I don't even know why we started watching it. It was maybe just because of TikTok. And I don't know. It, it was weird. Um, but after the film, like... I needed something else to think about. So I was per usual swiping on Tinder like one does when they're bored or need to, you know, find their soulmate. We all know that's not going to happen on Tinder, but we move. And like I said, I definitely needed something else to think about. And so I matched with this one guy and we immediately started talking and I was, you know, asking like, how are you? How's your day been? And he then said to me, like, I could be better. Like, I've had a horrible week. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, how come? Like, why did you have a horrible week, if I can ask? And he then told me that one of his parents passed away on Tuesday that week. And I pretty much, you know, went speechless. I was like, oh, God. I told my friends that were at my apartment about the conversation that we had. And um, I literally told them, like, that would be my best biggest nightmare and I have absolutely no idea what I would do in that situation and my friends went also in kind of like a shock but we kind of brushed that away and we didn't really think about it I of course like told him that I'm I was like very sorry for his loss and like even though he doesn't know me but if he like needs someone to talk to like I'm here but yeah it was it was a really weird thing but again I didn't like overthink it too much. So I just, you know, went on like with my evening. Um, but then like a couple of hours later, um, I actually took my friends back to their house and then I went back home. And at this point, it's like 1am and I wasn't tired at all. So I was like chatting with this guy and we talked for like an hour and, you know, but then at like 2am, I was like, okay, you know what, Sophia, like you need to go to bed Um it's two a m, and I had like a lash appointment in the morning, so whatever. I just started getting ready for bed. Um and for some weird reason, I went to bed with sweatpants on, a hoodie on, socks on. And let me tell you, like I never ever go to bed with that much clothes on. Like I'm one who sleeps like half naked or even fully naked. So that was really weird. It was almost like I was ready to go somewhere. But, you know, again, like I didn't overthink it. I was just like, I'm cold, like whatever. And then I like suddenly get this horrible feeling in my body. Like I feel really nauseous for like a few seconds as I was about to like, you know, close the lights. And I just remember that at this time it was 2.16 a.m. Because I remember like looking at my phone and I was like damn okay it's just late you're probably hungry like just go to bed so I just had you know water and a fruit and went to bed I didn't again you know overthink it too much but something was like off I could like feel it but yeah didn't think about it and I fell asleep pretty quickly but I wake up at 7 a.m. to someone banging on my door and ringing the doorbell and mind you it's a saturday so i was like who the fuck is this but at that time my friend she used to live on the top floor of the same apartment building that i live in um so i thought it was her but i was like if she has something important she'll come back in the morning you know i was like delusional i was so tired like i couldn't think straight it was again 7am like on a winter morning and yeah but then I suddenly like hear a woman's voice like coming through my mailbox and she's shouting my name like over and over again and at this point I have absolutely no idea who it is and I get super scared so I look at my phone because I'm like about to call someone and I see that I have about was it like 70 72 missed calls from everyone you can possibly think of and at this point I'm like holy shit like what's happened so I go and I open the door and it's actually like my mom's best friend and I'm so confused to why she's here she's super calm and stuff like she doesn't say much but at this point like my mom's other best friend she's like calling me and I answer and I just remember the only thing she was saying to me is like I'm so sorry like I'm so sorry and I was like I have no idea what's happening because like no one was saying anything like My mom's best friend who called me, like, she, she literally, that was all she said. And so, at this point, I was like, okay, has something happened to my dog? Has something happened to my brother? And just the only thing she was repeating was, I'm so sorry. And then I was like, okay, just tell me, like, if my whole family is dead. Just tell me. And she, she didn't, she was like, no, no. So, I was like, okay, like, what the heck? Um... But then the woman that was at my apartment, she just said that my dad's in the hospital. But again, she was like super calm about it. So I didn't think anything too serious had happened because like my dad has been in the hospital before because of like stomach pain and stuff like that. So I was just like, you know, it's all right. Like, I'm just going to put some makeup on. Like I was laughing. We were throwing some jokes with my mom's friend, like in the car and stuff. I was just like okay like it's just my dad being silly again and then like I call my brother as we're about to like enter the city where the hospital is and he answers and I ask him like what's happened and like why our dad is in the hospital and my brother then tells me that my our dad has died And I tell him to stop making jokes about stuff like that. It's not funny. And he says it again to me. And at this point, I'm just like, that's fucking sick. Like, you don't joke about things like that. I hung up and I call my mom. And my mom's like, yeah, we're literally just waiting for you so that we can say goodbye to him. At this point, I get a panic attack a full-on panic attack. I hang up on her. I throw my phone on the floor of the car. I'm screaming. I'm crying. I'm panicking. I'm like, what's even real? I was like, this is a sick nightmare. And my mom's friend who was driving, she now starts crying because now she knows that I know. And so I call my best friend and I tell her to come to the hospital right now, like, like I need her there. And she's crying, and she is having a panic attack because she had to go and open her store, and she couldn't come until one of her co-workers coworkers came to work. So I then send also a message to my other best friend who I was actually going to Dubai with with just a simple text that says, "My dad has died." And I was just like hoping that someone could come there and just be with me. And we arrive at the hospital and everyone is there that was at like my parents dinner party and my dad's brother was there and his wife was there like everyone was there and I see my mom in the waiting room with everyone and she runs up to me and screams and cries and hugs me and we fall to the floor and I was just like I cannot believe this is happening like My worst nightmare has officially happened, and I don't know what to think. Like, I couldn't get my head straight. And I asked my mom, like, what had happened, and she said that at around 2.15, my dad, who was a party smoker, took our guests down and got them a taxi, had a cigarette, and, you know, walked around. He tripped and he fell And he hit his head on the ground and he didn't become like brain dead, but um, he kind of like fell into a coma straight away and became like unconscious. And I couldn't really believe what I was hearing. I was like, my precious dad, who was my best friend, my hero, the first man to ever love me the man who was you know supposed to walk me down the aisle the day i get married my future children's grandpa was gone and i could never hear his voice again or feel his warm hugs again i could never travel with him again i could never hear his advice again i could never call him again. And I called my dad every single day, probably, like, five times. Like, my dad, he was gone. And that is also, like, the time that I've realized that everything that happened on Friday happened for a reason. And the time that I was feeling sick when I was about to go, like, to bed, it just all made sense now. Like, something told me that something horrible was about to happen or had happened already and it was just like it was horrible like I still I can still feel the way I felt in that moment like till this day but the doctor then comes in to the waiting room and he tells us the situation and my dad was basically still alive But he was hooked to all these machines and without these machines, he wouldn't be alive. So they basically kept him alive for us so that we could go and say goodbye. And when I enter the room and I see my dad like laying there in the hospital bed, like very peacefully, I just gave him the biggest hug and the biggest kiss on his forehead and I cry onto his chest and I just pray for a miracle I'm just like I'm asking my dad to just come back to us to not leave us I'm you know I'm daddy's little girl like this was like I said my worst nightmare I then get into the same bed as him and I just lay there next to him for two hours and i just listened like to his faint heartbeat and just you know praying for a miracle and my best friend then arrived to the hospital and she was there with me all day and i got phone calls from left and right and i didn't really know what to tell anyone at this point i wasn't even crying anymore i was in complete like utter shock and I didn't really understand what had happened. And, like, also everyone else left to go home to get some rest because the doctor said that they would call us when it was time to take the machines away so that we could be by his side. But um, That would, like, take several hours. Um, except me, like, I sat next to my dad until... 6 p.m. until like visitor hours ended and you had to leave I was never I was never gonna leave his side because I know if that was me in that situation he would have never he would have never left my side not even after visitor hours ended but I would probably have been like escorted out but my best friends were all sitting downstairs like in the cafeteria And I couldn't be more grateful for them to have been there with me on that day. And when I left, I just gave my dad one last kiss on the forehead. And I just told him that I would see him soon, in a few hours. You know, like when the doctors would call. And at 11.03 p.m., we get a phone call and... The doctors tells us it's time to come and say goodbye. So me, my brother, and my mom, we arrive back to the hospital. And we enter another room where they transfer people who they take off from the machines. And I see my dad. And once again, I just crash onto the floor, crying my eyes out. I, like, I couldn't believe that this was the last time I would see my dad. The last time I could hug him. I could kiss him. I could feel his warmth. I could feel his love. Like, how am I ever going to live with this pain? Live without my dad. Like, I can never get over this. And so we all go in turns and we say goodbye. And I just hold his hand for one last time. And I just tell my dad, like, it's okay, dad. We're going to be okay. You can go. We're all here and we love you. And I will see you soon, my precious angel. And that was just. The most traumatizing thing i have ever gone through it just like felt that i you know lost my other half like i said i lost my best friend and i wouldn't be half the person that i am if it wasn't for my dad and i try and make him so proud every day everything that i do Is for him. So, all I'm asking you guys is never, ever in your life take anything or anyone for granted. Like, you never know what tomorrow brings or what's tomorrow gonna, like, what's gonna happen tomorrow. Like, as cliche as this sounds, like, tell the people around you that you love them. Go see your parents parents as much as you can and for the people going through the same thing as me if you have ever lost a loved one like a parent a sibling a grandparent just anyone it will get better you learn to live with the pain talk to someone like go to therapy get the help that you need and biggest of them all you are not alone. You are never alone. And there has been times where I have sat and I thought about life and how I don't want to be on this planet anymore if my dad isn't here. And I was being selfish to even think about that that I would leave people behind. Like my mom, my brother, my friends, my family. The anxiety, it has been super real and I suffer with it every single day. And even though my life might seem like a dream on social media and I look happy and, you know, it's just, well, you know, you if you've seen my social media, it might seem that everything is just perfect. But deep down, I'm struggling so much but I've just decided to hide it, which is not okay. And that is why I'm also telling you all this right now. You never know what like people deal with behind closed doors. So, like just check up on your friends, check up on your family and the people around you, your coworkers, just like everyone. And I am getting the help that I need, but I have a lot to work on. I thank God have a loving family and I have the best people around me. And the last two years in Dubai has been the best two years of my life. But right now, my main focus is my mental health because it is the most important thing to me right now. Um, So... I won't be in Dubai a lot this year just because I feel like the pain is just, you know, coming back right now, but I just wanted to kind of drop this episode in here and it's a bit different from the other episodes, but I just really wanted to share this with you guys and show also the real and deep side of me, because I want to be super honest on this podcast, Um, and I feel like you will understand more of who I am and the way I am because of the things I've gone through, and I'm not just talking, <laughs> that's why I go on dates and stuff, but You will understand more my personality um, if you hear this episode. And even though I, like I said in the beginning, even though I love embarrassing myself on the internet, I just feel like this was really important to me. And now you guys know this part about me. And I'm really grateful if you guys take the time to listen to this and... I promise to be back with more uplifting episodes and there's a lot of exciting things happening in the near future. But yeah, like I said, just wanted to open this up and share this with you guys and I will I will see you next week.